0: Hey, Lee. Welcome back to today's podcast episode. I have tried to film this episode at least a good 10 times. And yeah, each time it's been like something happening. So I've had to restructure, get my thoughts together and figure out exactly how to present this information to you. I'm still going with the flow, but just know that if I do any pausing or anything like that, it's because I'm trying to get my thoughts together. Like literally filming 10 times and having to redo it and redo it and redo it that can kind of weigh on you a little bit because then you're like well dang did I already say that you know so yeah um what I do want to say though is I want to thank you like if this is your first or 100th episode that you're listening to thank you so much for your support and listening to the episodes I truly hope that they help you with those non-tangible sides of your professional career A lot of times we talk about success and we quantify it with numbers and accomplishments and awards, but there's so many things on the back end that people can't see, which is your character, um, the limiting beliefs, having to um, let go of that, that angry inner child or inner teen, like there's so many things that people just don't see and I just want to congratulate you because the fact that you're listening to this episode means that you are excited for change. You're here for a reason and you know that it is important for you to become your best self because that's your job. Your job is to help clients become their best self and you are your first client. So I want to congratulate you and I want to thank you so much for listening in. Now today I'm going to get right into it. Probably going to piss a few people off but it must be said and I think I think I'm qualified to talk about this because I've worked in it and I've had to nip it in the bud. See, that's a whole different thing. It's one thing to work in it, but it's another thing to be like, that's not what we're going to do here. So I do think that I'm qualified to speak on this. Now, for those of you that haven't following my journey, you know that I've started um, in St. Louis St. Louis, I didn't know anybody when I moved to St. Louis and um, that's where I started my business. And in St. Louis and building it, the thing that kind of kept me pushing um, was connecting to a vision that was larger than mine. And that's when my journey into learning about Annie Malone began. I felt so alone in my industry because I felt like There was just so much mindset work that needed to be done. And I really spent a lot of my mental health energy towards needing validation. And when I realized that I was doing something different, it kind of played like mind tricks on me because I felt like I wasn't doing good because I wasn't like everybody else. But then I feel like because I wasn't like everybody else, that also helped my business to flourish. And the thing is being in a, in a city like St. Louis, I love St. Louis, but I don't love the mindset that a lot of people have. And I don't love the fact that there's a lot of people that see it and they don't call it out. They don't try to help other people. And that is a very toxic effect of the crab mentality. Because being from the South, it was always ingrained in me that when you see someone needing help, you help them, right? If you learned how to get free, you help somebody else get free, right? If you learned how to beat depression and anxiety, you help somebody else beat depression and anxiety. Like, you have to move. You have to grow constantly because you also have a responsibility to go back and help other people and st louis was the first city that showed me that people will get free and they don't care anything about going back to help anybody else get free in their mind it's like oh well they don't want to be saved so i'm not gonna waste my energy and you'll see it a lot even online when i post um, particularly like on tiktok and I talk about, you know, having a business in St. Louis. And I share just things I've learned over the time, right? Not in a negative way, just things that I've learned, my experience, right? There are literally people that will get in the comments and say, oh, that's my city, but I can never. Oh, those people are hurt. Oh, they mindset is, is just stuck. Oh, they just going to hurt each other. And it's like, where are the leaders? Like, that's been my question for the last five years. Where are the leaders, Growing up in Atlanta, we had many leaders. Um, The leaders of my time were like, you know, T.I., right? David Banner. Like, those were the leaders of that time. But where are the leaders of today? So when I look at St. Louis, I have such a special spot because my clients are amazing. And I also see how they battle with that, too. They know what they were raised into. They know the mindset that other people have. And they just don't want to even deal with speaking up about it or helping other people. Like to them, it's like, well, I just got to worry about what I got to worry about. But that also is a toxic effect of the crap mentality. All right. Now, here's the thing so often we want people to teach us the game, right? And Like I mentioned before about it's, you know, your responsibility or an unsaid way is when you get free, help other people get free, right? Just like slavery, when the slaves, when you get free as a slave, you go back and you try to get your people, right? That's also a part of teaching the game. If I know what I had to do in order to grow and become a better person and build my business, then I'll go back and help other people. But what I've noticed is that that can be dangerous when people don't know what genuine support looks like, okay? And the reason that's dangerous is because if you look at the concept of, let's just use, let's just imagine a crab in a bucket, okay? Just, just imagine that, right? You got the crabs in the bucket, right? And all the crabs are trying to get out but they're trying to pull the people that's at the top down and now everybody's just in there fighting and just beating each other up in the bucket, right? And then when the person, when the crab gets up out the bucket, if they didn't get pulled down, they go on about their way and do what they got to do, but they don't come back to like band together to push the bucket to let everybody else out, right? The problem is that if the crabs look at each other as dangerous, then they don't know if you're overall goal is to get out of the bucket to push the bucket over to let everyone else out or if you're going to get out the bucket and leave and never come back and so now it's like it don't matter you got to show and prove to me what you're gonna do but how can you show and prove if all these things are happening right and so I truly believe that the time that I was in isolation. The time that God had to refine me, the time that I had to be okay with being weird, being different, and the time that I spent just like, okay, my studio is private. I'm going to protect the space and I'm only going to bring people in that's serious. And yes, the price is higher, but the people who are aligned will come in and they will um, know that this space was created just for them, right? And even after six years of doing that and showing improving like we're not bothering anybody we're here to provide peace and calm and to just work with each person one-on-one and help them to break free from the things they want they need to break free from I realized that deep down that toxic effect of the crap mentality was still ingrained because I would even say oh you know I'm considering um you know doing um some etiquette classes and they're like, oh, they don't want to learn no etiquette. You know, they just want to sit here and chase these boys and they don't care. I wouldn't even waste my time with them. And in my mind, I'm conflicted because I'm like, well, etiquette was the thing that helped me to be able to maneuver into the business space and meet people and network, et cetera. So it was, it was like a small piece to a bigger puzzle. But then when I see where I would talk to clients and they're like, oh, no, nah, I don't help them out. They, if they really wanted to, they would. It's like, wow, that that's different, right? Because now you've learned etiquette or you've invested in yourself, but you're not really seeing it as important enough to go back and and help the other people because you got free, right? Now, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, I'm just saying that I now understand why the mentality is the way it is from seeing St. Louis, which is like a metropolis of black people to Atlanta, where I'm from, which is a metropolis of black people. The mindset is totally different. And so I asked myself, okay, how is it that people in St. Louis will get dressed and, put together like their finest outfits to go to Dallas, Houston, Atlanta, you know, Cancun, Jamaica, like they will plan it out and make sure that they look good when they're going on vacation and that they, you know, uh, behave a different way. Right. Let's just say behave like just they're different. Right. They'll do that to go where they need to go. But then when they come back to St. Louis they just be like, I'm not doing all that to go back to St. Louis. I even see it on the plane. When I leave St. Louis flying out, everybody's like put together. They're like excited. You can tell that it's just like this different energy. But when we're flying back into St. Louis, it's as if there's this somber feeling. And, and people are just like, ooh, I'm tired. I'm just not going, you know, let me just throw on whatever and just go on. And I truly believe that because of that, that that could also be a reason why the women and the men that get free from that mindset don't spend a lot of energy going into a platform of talking to the people of St. Louis about these types of matters. Okay, and I think that's a good way to put that sentence. But basically what I'm saying is, as a woman, I can't tell a man how to be a man. But when I look at myself being a mother, being a business owner, um, you know, working and also the things I've had to deal with internally that I've had to work through, anxiety, depression, you know, suicidal thoughts, things like that. The things I've had to work through, I know that my mother didn't teach me those things. And I had to watch my grandmother and learn little things about her that way. But when I look at the, I guess, the the purpose of my services, which is to help them feel beautiful and to help them be confident and to do that through facials, right? Before I opened my school, I had to sit here and say, is not as much about the facials as it is about taking the time to take care of yourself, right? 98% of my clients that I have ever serviced ever from St. Louis do not use cleansers or moisturizers at all when, when they first come in for their first visit, you know, as a new client. And You might be thinking, because you're most of you listening in are estheticians. You might be thinking, oh my gosh, that's crazy, like that's disgusting. Like, how do they not know that, right? And growing up in Atlanta, my grandmother was firm. You wash your face, okay, with a face wash. You wash your body with body wash, and you put on face lotion and you put on moisturizer and body oil. Okay, my grandmother was a diehard. Avon customer. Okay. So her Avon lady was in business because of my grandmother, because my grandmother was like, we take bubble baths and all that. Okay. But then when I look at my mom, she was a different story. And so I have a different type of empathy when I look at the customers that I've had, because I understand that when you have so many things going on in life, you, the last thing on your mind is let me get me a face lotion and a face cleanser and let me take care of my skin because you got so many things in life that you got to worry about and that you're focused about that you got to handle, right? But see, here's where it turns south, especially if your mindset is not set towards helping other people, Or understanding other people, right? When you see somebody doing better, in your mind, better than you, instead of it being a congratulations, oh my gosh, I see you. Oh my gosh, let me learn from you. Teach me the game. It becomes who she thinks she is. Oh, she ain't nobody. Oh, let me, let me... uh let me go and spread rumors oh who's her hairstylist let me go to her hairstylist so i can spread rumors oh who who cut his hair let me go to his barber so i can spread rumors oh they ain't doing nothing and see it becomes this cancer because it's where support turns envious now again we're on the topic of the toxic effect of the crab mentality all right so this could be covert as well this could look like somebody coming to be your client so that like they already coming in thinking that you aren't doing whatever and so they find a way to snake into your business to try to learn from you copy you or whatever and it's like let me come in and let me kiss butt and let me do what I got to do to be a client or to be a, a part of the staff and then I'm gonna turn around and just talk negatively about this person now I'm not saying this is a bad thing, okay? Because I think when you peep the game, you understand it. What I'm saying is that this is a toxic effect of the crap mentality because on one hand, you're moving in time, going from let me do all I need to do to get in good, and then you turn around and you're like, well, let me do all I can to tear down. Most people don't see it that way, though. And because of that type of behavior, this is prevalent, not just in St. Louis, this is prevalent in our community is where you're literally seeing someone go from using the same mouth that they praise you with to the same mouth that they'll cancel you with. Okay, this is everywhere. This is everywhere. And it all boils down to cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is where basically you see something happening and if it doesn't relate to you and it triggers you, the only thing you can do is find a way to invalidate said thing. Now, there's multiple ways that cognitive dissonance shows up in life. But if we use the example of the crab mentality, you see a black business doing well, and you decide that, oh, my, let me start a business. Anybody can do it. Well, if your business doesn't do well, now it's, oh, well, if I can't have a good business, they can't have a good business. Or, well, let me go in there and figure out what they're working, and I'm going to copy what they're doing. Or, well, they're not doing anything. Let me go around and spread rumors about this person. See, that dissonance is because it triggered something within you. Had nothing to do with the other person. It triggered something within you you right and so now you're looking at generations and generations and generations of people that have done that and you get to the person who says i don't want to have this mentality anymore i'm gonna break free going back to the original statement of this episode how then can someone teach you the game If you grew up the way I grew up, I'm gonna tell you right now, I've been through a lot in my life and I don't talk about it on social media because I prefer to be private about it. But when people ask me, well, why are you, you know, why are you able to talk to people in St. Louis and like, you know, you're able to help people around the world? It's because it took a lot of violence to get me to become this person today. Now, I'm not just all you know, roses and incense, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, I understand that some people truly, genuinely don't know any better, okay? Where some people would turn their nose up and say, oh my gosh, you're not using a cleanser or moisturizer? Like, girl, ugh. No, I'm like, I understand. So what can we do to get this routine started? What are your goals? You know, what is the overall goal you wanna see? Well, let's figure out how we can take your goal and turn it into daily actionable steps so you can reach it. It takes a different type of empathy to do that. But a lot of times our businesses and our community is capped because of a toxic effect of the crab mentality. When you've been around the crab mentality for so long, eventually you might start to take on like secondhand smoke, you might begin to take on that crab mentality to where you see the crab mentality so much and you're like, oh my gosh, they don't care about other people. They always pull people down. They always this. And you don't want to have nothing to do with it. And I get it. However, that's a toxic effect of crab mentality. Now, You might, and if you're still listening in, you might be like, what is she talking about? Like, what is she talking about? But here's the thing. When you're placed in a family, a city, an industry where things have always gone the way that they've gone for so long and you realize like, this is just not it. We need to make a change. That's a sign that you're visionary. And once you realize that, now the calling part comes. And you have a decision to pick up or to not answer the call. But there are so many people that are not answering the call. And instead, they get out of the bucket. And now they flex on the people in the bucket. And now it becomes this concept of, well, you got to show and prove to me in order for me to deem you as legit. But as someone who has been in St. Louis for six years and has consistently built my business and consistently kept moving and consistently been about my clients, and even when I've had to deal with my own personal things, I've consistently communicated along the way, I realized that you don't have to show and prove. Because that's a toxic effect of the crap mentality. The very people that want you to show and prove that you're solid, they want you to do so because they've seen lack of integrity for so long that they don't even know what it looks like. And even if you show and prove consistency, at the end of the day, it's still deeply in the back of the mind of I still just don't know. It's why all of the six-figure estheticians that I've ever helped are not from St. Louis. And it's because when I look at the things that St. Louis needs, they don't need to see the money. They think they do, but they don't need to see the money. They need to see that there is another way. And for many People in St. Louis, that's not what's happening. So when you want to be taught the game and you understand the toxic effects of the crab mentality, you'll be able to check it. When you're building your businesses and listen, if you're in St. Louis and you're listening to this, I know you're probably like, oh, my gosh, this makes a lot of sense. But I want you to understand this. This is also for others who are in other cities. If you're in a city or you're around people that you can start to notice, okay, they have the crab mentality. Now you got to look at yourself and say, let me make sure that I can check the toxic effects that I might have developed from being around this crab mentality, right? If you're in a bucket, and this is why I look at discounting and I look at posting vaginas, as no-nos. So many people have been like, well, why do you care? It's none of your business. You're being bougie. You're judging. Listen, I got two questions for you. First question, have you taken your clothes off for money before? I've asked this question in classes that I've taught and 99.8% are like, no, I would never do that. I would never take my clothes off for money. I could never be a dancer. I could never, or they joke around like, well, you know, if I need some money and all of that. And it's like, but it's no joke. I've done that before. And I did it for years. And so at that point, when you look at that, my mindset on pictures of vaginas being online is different. Because if you wouldn't take your clothes off for money, yet you turn around and take a picture of your client front end or back end, Naked, and then you put it online for money. That right there is a toxic effect. Because you yourself wouldn't do it, but you'll do it to somebody else for the dollar. And that's where we got to check ourselves. The second part is discounting. Discounting is one form of getting out of the bucket. But once you get out of the bucket, you realize that discounting was a survival mechanism. And so once you get out of the bucket, it doesn't help you to teach other people in the bucket to discount themselves. No, other people in the bucket need to learn how to get along first and need to learn how to present who they are so people can see the integrity and in who they are. And that takes time and consistency. Yes, at first it's gonna feel like nobody's biting, right? But when you're like, okay, this is what I offer. If everybody's talking about the dollar and everybody's like, well, I'm a discount, okay. Well, you five dollars, I'm 450. You 450, I'm $2. You $2, I'm 50 cents. No, that continues to perpetuate this bucket. And the person who's willing to overwork themselves at the cheapest price, they may get to the top of the bucket, but nine times out of 10, they're at the top of the bucket and they're selling their survival manual, or they're trying to command to the people at the top, like, yeah, you see my business, I'm successful. You hoes can never. That's what it looks like. And the ones who are like, no, I got it out the mud. The ones who are like, no, I built this thing from the mud. I built this thing and I didn't have to cross people or do them dirty. When they get to the top and they look and they see that, okay, well, I can't pull y'all up because you're going to try to pull me down. But what I can do is I can show you how to start where you are so that you can get out too. Now, as we all get out and we all have abundance mindset, we now have the strength to push the bucket over. And I hate the concept of the crab in the bucket and I hate the bucket, but unfortunately we didn't make the bucket. But if we sit here and we get, finally get out of the bucket and now we start turning around and being like, oh yeah, look at y'all, look at y'all, ha ha, y'all treated me wrong, whatever, y'all stay in the bucket. That's not helpful either, because that's also the reason that people look around and say, oh, well, you know, I don't trust you five years later. I don't know if I trust you. Oh, her price used to be this. Now it's this. It's like you're still in one place. And all the people that have gotten out, however, they got out did not come back and band together in abundance and say, let's help them get out because you're tired. It's frustrating. It's tiring to help people to see a different way. The mind is the most powerful thing you have. And we are all brainwashed. But who is washing your brain? What are you feeding yourself? What are you listening to? Right? Because if you're just using your brain as a copy and paste processor and whatever is getting praise, you just copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste then you're not building the solution to the problem. Now, this talk is transitioning into, I'm talking to my visionaries right now. Some of you have been feeling ostracized. You've been feeling like you don't fit in. You have been called bougie, prissy, all these other things. And your family is making you feel as if the things that you want are too much. The things that you want are too much. That's what they're telling you. The things you want are too much. Why can't you just chill? Why aren't you just happy with what you have? You always want to have more and more and more. Why are you spending all this money? Why are you aiming for all this money? And the question I'm asking you is, are you wanting too much or are you spending your time in places that require too little? People that are okay with too little. People that don't fully understand that there's so much abundance that you can have in your life Our God does not want us to sit here and be in poverty. That's where you got to understand that. Remember, in another episode I talked about, you got to remember not everybody calls your God father. Yes, you got to understand that. See, my God wants me to be abundant. But abundance is not just money. Abundance is not just resources. Abundance is my mind. My mind has to constantly seek for abundant opportunities. And my mind has to be at its optimal health, which means I have to eat things that feed my body. I have to meditate. I have to be in the sun. I have to keep myself around positive conversations. And even when I go back and God is having me to go into the city and talk to people and I see that they have the crab mentality or I see that they're unaware of the things that they're doing or I see that things might be turning sour or I see that they're self-sabotaging because that toxic effect of the crab mentality is coming back, right? Then I won't take it so personal because I see it, I speak on it, and if they're not willing to change, I am okay with moving forward. Understanding the toxic effect of crab mentality also helps you understand why so many Black businesses are capped at this point. Why so many black businesses do not hit international or global levels is because you remain capped to the mentality of where you are. What you see today, you think that's all you're going to have, and it's not. Your business can double. But you can't skip the process. See, some people are coming into my school now and they just want it to happen fast. Well, I just want it to happen fast. No, it took years. But please know that if you start today versus starting next year, you got a year up. Trust the journey. But don't let the toxic effect of a mentality that you don't have to take on, that you don't have to make your identity keep you capped and keep you bound in one spot to where you never move. Change your mindset. Get around people who have gotten out of the bucket. Whatever that bucket is for you, make sure you pay attention. Those limiting beliefs, thinking that you can only do self-care on your birthday or Christmas, that's crab mentality. Being jealous of other women, right? That's crab mentality. the toxic effect of that shows up in other things. Listen, I am not exempt. For me, it was very hard to be around other women because in my mind, I've had so many instances growing up where women did not treat me well. I'll just say that. When I was younger, I had someone cut my hair while I was in class, ridiculed because I was a nerd, called me all kind of names, called me prissy, bougie. And it was to the point where I expected that whenever I was around other Black women, that I would be ostracized and I would be singled out. And eventually, that will always be the result because that's all I was looking for. And I wasn't the one being open. I wasn't the one participating And so I became okay with being by myself. I became okay with I'm not going to show and prove to anybody what I got going on. I'm going to keep it moving because my fruit is fruiting. So I'm going to keep it moving. And that type of mentality was toxic to where when I did move to St. Louis, that's when I started seeing it. And I had to work on it and I had to fix it and I had to become better and I had to say no Just because you run into one or 10 people that have a toxic mentality doesn't mean you have to take on the identity of what they did to you. Forgive them for they know not what they do. Some people will misuse you in a season where they don't need you. And when they do need you, they'll try to come back around. But it's up to you to decide if you want to come to them in love or if you want to say, hey, I have a boundary here, but I'll give you a resource. And again, it takes a lot of violence to get to this place. It took a lot of me letting go of things that didn't serve me any good. And for our community to grow, this crab mentality has to go. It has to. Because if you are jealous of someone else, and and you are at a point where it's like envy almost, like you're just like, oh... I want to learn what she learned, but who she thinks she is. Like, it's almost like bipolar a bit. But that's where your old self needs to die and your new self has to emerge. It's just a stepping stone. Once you notice it, it's time to fix it. I do want to continue this conversation. So if this episode helped you, please do not hesitate to go to Elite Estheticians on Instagram. DM me. Let me know what you got from this episode because I truly want to talk about it. Like, I want to know if you've encountered this, if you've had to break free from some things, if maybe you noticed some things that were toxic that you needed to let go of. Uh, maybe you notice the crab mentality in your family and now you're taking the charge to be like, no, I want to fix this or, you know, I want to figure out myself so that I can make sure that my future generations are taken care of. Like, let's talk about it because I want to make sure that we have that dialogue and, and that we're just able to like kind of get clear on this. At the same time, I also am always open to learning. So if you disagree, like let me know that too. Like I want to know. Respectfully though, okay? But if you disagree, like we can definitely talk about it. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I got to go send some emails off. And um, yeah, just make sure whatever you do, don't let anything that doesn't align with where you're trying to be become your identity and keep you stuck in one place. Talk to you soon.